Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest had never moved in the realm of seeing into the invisible world. But when he received a shocking visitation, the invisible realm became visible instantly. Now he can impart this gift to others. Next. Sid Roth has spent over 40 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Brian Guerin became a believer in Messiah while in college, but he knew there was more. He was desperate to actually have uh, a defining experience with God, but nothing, nothing. Then suddenly it happened. Brian, you call it the falcon moment. What is it about us humans that need something that happens that just br- opens us up to the presence of God to become normal? And what, what do I mean by normal? Normal is defined by the Bible, not normal as defined by religion. There, unfortunately, there's a difference. Yeah, I, I began to actually see it in Scripture. I saw where Moses, you know, was a mere shepherd of his father-in-law's sheep, and then he runs into this burning bush. Well, God speaks to him and radically transforms his life. I see Gideon, the angel of the Lord, come under the tree and, and impact his life, and Joshua, you know, the angel of the Lord of hosts. And so at, my, uh, at that time in my life, I began to notice there was no real encounter, so I began to really pursue God that led to what you're now calling the, that we're calling the Falcon Experience, and it radically changed everything. What, explain what it was. Yes, yeah, so I was actually uh, attending a conference in Dallas, Texas. It's kind of funny because I thought there was going to be some great impartation in the meetings, which there are often, mm-hmm. but God did it quite differently. You know, there was incredible men and women of God laying hands on people, and I love to point out that all the bodies were falling under the power of God, and when they got to me, I was like a cactus in the wilderness just sitting there, <laughs> not a goosebump, you know, nothing. And bodies kept falling, and this happened like three or four nights in a row, but I learned something was still imparted by the laying on of hands because soon after I was driving from Dallas, Texas to Houston. You know, I'm in a big white SUV driving about 75 miles an hour, frustrated because I didn't get the big powerful impartation I thought in the meeting. And I began to look down for just a moment. And as I came up, this massive falcon hawk-type bird swooped down uh, right in front of my windshield. His body was... While, you, while your truck was moving? Oh, yeah. It, it, <laughs> it, that yeah. just sounds like almost impossible. Yeah, oh, it, it sounds uh, like you would hit it and, it and that'd be the end of the bird. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, I wish I would, it could have been like, this is a glorious moment, but I was in my head thinking it was going to come through the windshield. <laughs> it just happened so fast. And he, as he swoops down, his body was probably two feet in height, wingspan almost six feet wide. It blocked the entire wow. wing. Wow. Yeah, massive bird. I couldn't see anything. And but what I, I will never forget, I can still see it to this day, is as it swooped down across my windshield, it, it pierced me, looked me straight in the eye with great intent and purpose. 
you know, I would have thought, oh, these, as I found out later, the keen eyesight about these birds is maybe it was going for a mouse and saw my big SUV and was in retreat. It, it was very purposeful just when it stared me in the eyes. And I, again, I wish I was like, yes, this is from the Lord, but I was thinking it was going to come through the windshield. So I swerve past those bumps that wake you up if you fall asleep, right. the, the vibration bumps, and swerve back on the highway. Check all of my mirrors. I thought for sure I caught his wing. He'd be rolling in the highway. Mm -hmm. I never saw it again anywhere. I don't know what happened to this day. I couldn't see it anywhere behind me in the sky. And so I'm just jaw to the floor driving still down the interstate towards Houston. And that I, had to be supernatural. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. That is not a normal phenomenon. No, I've never had anything like it since. And, and it had that spiritual feeling to it. You know, sometimes you have coincidences in mm -hmm. life, and it's like, that was unique. This just had a sobering, like God was behind that. It just had this inner knowing, like that was not accident. And so about a half hour, I finally got my thoughts back together, because my jaw's on the floor. I'm just driving, like, what just happened? I had nobody to tell. And I just go to merely think the thought to God, what was that about? Remember, I'm praying for this big encounter. You know, I came out of Bible college yes. thinking some type of other way God was going to encounter me. You, you didn't expect him. No, that no. bird coming in your windshield, blocking your view. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm thinking something else. And, and so I go to think the thought to God on the interstate. What was that about? And before I even finish the thought, I'm passing an 18-wheeler with all of the mud flaps that cover their tires, mm -hmm. and it's it's eagles with wings spread, just staring at me. And I'm like, what is going on right now? I couldn't even finish my question. And I was just baffled, you know, for the whole rest of the day. And then within literally a night or two, I start going into prophetic dreams that were really clear, foreseeing the future and prayer through visions. And it's really, really wild. So, Yeah, you know, I said this earlier before we went on the air. The presence of God is just getting thicker and thicker. And I want to invite the Ruach HaKodesh. That's Hebrew, for the Spirit of God to have total freedom. Mm. Come, Ruach. Come, Ruach HaKodesh. You had none of this before. <laughs> that, that's what is, it's a suddenly. Totally. And here's what I have found. When someone has had a genuine encounter with God, as they share it, it's as real and as uh, it, it can be released to you, and you can get what he had. So you be open in your spirit as Brian speaks to us. In 2006, another defining moment. Yeah, so in 2006, um, there was actually a dream I got taken into, which obviously the Falcon experience started to open these things up, so I was more familiar with them. And I went into an actual dream where I saw a man of God that goes by the name of William Seymour. Many of him know as the founder of the Azusa Street Revival. Yeah, the guy that had a box on his head until <laughs> yeah. the Holy Spirit showed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was an absolute hero, hero of mine. I learned about him in Bible college. And, and what many people knew at the time was this was the 100-year anniversary of the Azusa Street Revival in 2006. So I go into a dream, and I'm seeing William Seymour in the prime of his day. He had gray in his beard, and I'd never said a word. I was just startled that I'm seeing and talking to William Seymour. And he was very distraught, though. I gained a great revelation from this dream. He was very disturbed and dissatisfied and distraught. 
And he began to shake his head and look at me in saying two phrases. He said, had I only known, I was just confused. And right when he said those two phrases, he turned to a slot machine where you pull the lever and the numbers and the fruit on the three wheels begin to spin. He pulled them and they began to spin. And as they slowed down, I knew like I knew my name, they were going to stop on all three sevens. And right before they stopped, I came out of the dream, except now his emotional state was superimposed upon me, that frustration of not seeing it. And I began to ask the Holy Spirit, what is this? You know, at the 100-year anniversary of the Azusa Street Revival, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said, what you were looking at, because often three is a representation prophetically of the Spirit, the number three. Mm -hmm. And you're looking at a prophetic symbolism in this dream of the seven spirits of God. And that machine was their day. They were very close to seeing it come into fruition, but not fully. But your generation will. And right when the Holy Spirit spoke that to me, this distraught feeling that was only lifted immediately, an exuberant joy came that I believe our generation is going to see the fullness of the seven spirits of God come upon a people, just like Jesus walked in. Okay. We have heard of the Holy Spirit. What are the seven spirits of God? Yeah, I believe the seven spirits of, of God are the fullness, obviously, of the Holy Spirit Himself. You see them in Isaiah 11, chapter 2, where it says, The Spirit of the Lord will rest upon Jesus, and there will be the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of counsel and might. You also see them in the book of Revelation time and time again as Jesus who holds the seven spirits of God. And uh, so I believe it's very vital. It's clear that Jesus walked in them. And, um, I'm really looking forward to this generation walking in the fullness of it. <laughs> We're going to. We are going to. But you know, so few understand these seven yeah. spirits of God. We'll get into that a little bit more. Uh, but another defining moment, Christmas Eve 2020. Yeah, so this would be 14 years later, the, almost like the second installment connected mm -hmm. to the seven spirits of God. I actually had family over. This is Christmas Eve. I would have not thought this would have been the timing for some big prophetic encounter. But I was awakened abruptly at 324 in the morning. I actually saw in the spirit that you hand. really are a prophet because every, most normal people don't <laughs> say it was 324 in the morning. <laughs> but true. prophets look at stuff like it's that. It's so true. I've learned to. I've learned to. Yeah. So 324 in the morning, I saw literally the hand of the Lord, the, the Spirit opened up to me, and I could see the hand of the Lord knocking on a membrane, like a heavenly membrane, and, and very abruptly forceful, as though to wake up. It was like a call for the church to wake up. And it startled me. I was awakened and uh, began to interpret this, and I believe the Lord spoke that it connected to Revelation chapter 3, verses 2 through 4, but also this window from 2020 into 2024, this four-year window. Mm -hmm. And once again, though, Revelation chapter 3, verses 2 through 4, he's talking to the church of Sardis. He says, wake up. And he says, I am he who holds the seven spirits of God. Hmm. And I believe there's an end-time awakening to the church right now. The shaking that's going on in the earth, I believe the Lord is using it for the awakening of his church and his bride. And they'll come into alignment with the fullness of the seven spirits of God, just as Jesus walked this earth. And when we see that, I believe a habitation will hit this earth that will never lift until His return. 
moves of God. I was even involved in the Brownsville Revival in Toronto, and sometimes they come and go just like Azusa Street, but I believe the Lord's desire is that a visitation would turn into ultimately a habitation of His presence here and sustain unto His return. So, so do you, you believe that 2020 was the beginning of the shaking for the end times? Completely agree, yeah. And, uh, and you, you know what Brian said? God's shown that to me also, that in the past we've had moves of God's Spirit, many, but they've stopped. It'll be different this time. Yeah. The Spirit of God, the revival isn't going to leave. The people that are offending God, they're going to leave. So good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When we return, Brian will pray and release the seer and prophetic gifts to you to function in the seven spirits of God. Be right back. It's Supernatural. Call now to get Brian Guerin's powerful book, The Seven Spirits of God, plus his anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, partnering with The Seven Spirits of God. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9811. I'd never moved in the realm of seeing into the invisible world until I had a very unusual visitation. Then the seer and prophetic realms open up to me. God showed me that now that I have received, I can impart to you. You will receive Brian Guerin's powerful book, The Seven Spirits of God, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, partnering with The Seven Spirits of God. I believe you can see clearly in Scripture that towards the end times that the sevenfold Spirit of God is very vital to rest upon and flow through the believer just as it did Jesus Christ. In this book and three-part audio series, you will understand the seven spirits of God that has been a topic shrouded in mystery. Discover the history and meaning of the menorah. Unlock keys to partnering with the Holy Spirit in the last days. Understand the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Learn how to walk in end-time wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. On the audio CD teaching series, receive an impartation and activation of the seer gift. If you don't understand how to partner, you'll experience weakness, deception, fear, confusion, lack of knowledge. But if you learn how to partner with the seven spirits of God, you'll experience strength, courage, discernment, cut through deception, wisdom, knowledge, sustained glory and awakening. The seven spirits are available and ready to come alongside you. Now, more than ever, the church must awaken to this reality and embrace the seven spirits of God. Don't miss out on getting Brian Guerin's powerful book, The Seven Spirits of God, plus his anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, partnering with the seven spirits of God. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9811. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina 28278. Please specify offer number 9811 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. We mentioned the seven spirits of God. Uh, just briefly mention them again, Brian. 
Yes, so you have the spirit of wisdom and understanding. And what I love to point out is the menorah, I believe, is such a beautiful picture of the seven spirits of God because it says in Isaiah 11, chapter 2, the spirit of the Lord, which we know is the main stem, I believe, the fullness of the Holy Spirit himself that the branches stem out from. And then they're coupled together, just like the menorah, these couples of wisdom and understanding, and then counsel and might, and then knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And so with all of them together, you have a fullness of seven, which is beautiful, you know. What difference does it make whether we partner with the seven spirits or not? I believe when we're not operating as Jesus did in the fullness of all seven, we start to get imbalanced in certain areas. And I even believe when the couples of, say, like wisdom and understanding, yeah. you, if you start to lack one, it counterimbalances the other. They cooperate together. You see this clear in Scripture. You see in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, how they connect together. And I believe we start to enter into a place where deception becomes more easily if we don't have the spirit of understanding weakness if we don't have the spirit of might. If we, don't, if we lack the spirit of counsel, the advice and counsel of God, we begin to walk outside of that, and it can really be detrimental to our, our destiny. You say that the spirit of the fear of the Lord is emphasized. Now, explain to me oh, what you mean by that. Yeah, I believe, just as you mentioned, the fear of the Lord is, is probably one of the greatest needs to return back into the body of Christ. What do you mean by fear, by the way? The, and, you know, if you study it out in Scripture, reverential awe of God. I did a word study on it once, and it even means to, uh, if you could see the picture of carrying a precious Persian uh, vase, you know, just with a delicate focus. and So it's not being scared of God. We know we can enter in you know, boldly into the throne of grace in Hebrews 4, but the reverential awe of God. When you see the fear of God return, I believe we're going to see a massive harvest. You see in Revelation there's an angel in the end time that flies through the sky, and his first proclamation is fear God. You even see in Acts chapter 2 and Acts chapter 5, when the fear of God came upon the believers, the miraculous increased. Signs and wonders really took off like a rocket when the fear of God was there. And so I believe when the fear of the Lord returns, it's going to be something like we've never seen. I just feel we, we don't treat God with the awe and respect that we should. I completely agree, yeah. And some people want to say that's religious, but it's, it's pure, the pure Word of God. I even love Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7. It says, Jesus' prayers were heard because of His reverence. He said he, he prayed with loud cries and tears, but his prayers were heard from the Father because of his reverence. And so I completely agree with you. You've had some dreams about the fear of the Lord. Tell me them. Yeah, I actually saw one I think should be helpful almost from the reverse where it was quite supernatural. I saw the dark side, uh, like a, a monster, blue, demonic figure, open up a gate. I believe it's like a prophetic for one of the gates of hell and loose these blue snakes into the earth that we know speak of deception. And I believe the Holy Spirit revealed to me that that was this hyper grace type teaching that counters the fear of the Lord. You know, and I believe we really need to watch things like this that um, go against the fear of the Lord. And the hyper grace is exactly what we're talking about. Totally. The, the, uh, it, it's sort of like 
whatever goes is fine. That's not what my Bible says. I don't know where that even came from. <laughs> That's so good. And then other dreams where the fear from the enemy would try and come. But if the fear of the Lord is more present, you, you, know, you always succumb and submit to that which you fear most in reverential awe. And the fear of the Lord will keep us stable and true. You were hungry for a defining moment. How has that changed your life? You know, it's radically changed my life, and I've gone from encounter to encounter. I love earlier you meant from glory to glory that I believe is the way it should be. But I believe the Lord speaks of it. You know, in Hebrews it says, He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. And Jeremiah 29, chapter 13 says, The day we seek the Lord with all of our heart, that's the day we'll find Him. And that, that very thing happened, and it opened up encounters and, and the reality of God and His Word like never before. There are those that are watching right now. You've, like Brian, never had a, a defining moment with God. You never came to know Jesus experientially. Uh, you know, in the day and age we're living in, I think someone can lose their faith easily. Completely agree. However, I had such a defining moment when I became a believer in the Messiah. If that was all I had, mm. you couldn't get me to move off of Jesus. <laughs> you couldn't pay me anything. You couldn't give me anything. But there's something even better than that. That is having your defining moment every day, your walk with God every day, hearing His voice every day. I want you to pray a prayer, and I'll repeat it after you, that we would be born from above, our sins would be forgiven, and that we would move from glory to glory. Pray a prayer, and I'll, I'll follow it. Uh, and everyone at home, out loud, go for it. So we just pray right now, God, I thank you for your supernatural presence, God. We thank you for how real you are and alive your word is. And even now, God, I pray for those listening that, Lord Jesus, we, we confess that you died and rose again. That Jesus died and rose again. And we ask you now to come into our life. And I ask you now to come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Be my Lord and Savior. That I'll be born again from above. And that I be born again from above. In your precious name. In your precious name. Amen. Amen. And even now, God, I thank you for supernatural encounters right now. Just receive the Holy Spirit of God. I pray for an increase of dreams and visions to come upon each and every one. There would be transformation, divine destiny encounters that would transform the trajectory of all that they walk in. In Jesus' name, amen. I would like you to pray for the impartation of this. This is what you're called for, the impartation of the seven spirits of God. Are you interested in the impartation? Are you interested in the impartation? I'm interested in the impartation. Look in the camera and pray. Yeah, so God, we just thank you so much for the Holy Spirit of God. I thank you that Joel chapter 2 says, In the last days you will pour out your spirit upon all flesh. And so even now I pray for a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit to come upon each and every one. Yeah, just receive right now His tangible, manifest presence. 
Come, Holy Spirit, fill them afresh and anew. I pray for a baptism from their head to their toe. And I pray for a great increase of dreams and visions, prophetic pictures, eyes to see, even like the church of Laodicea, that they would anoint their eyes to see. In Jesus' name, amen. And I also seal these prayers in Yeshua's name. Amen. Call now to get Brian Guerin's powerful book, The Seven Spirits of God, plus his anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, Partnering with the Seven Spirits of God. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9811. I'd never moved in the realm of seeing into the invisible world until I had a very unusual visitation. Then the seer and prophetic realms open up to me. God showed me that now that I have received, I can impart to you. You will receive Brian Guerin's powerful book, The Seven Spirits of God, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, Partnering with the Seven Spirits of God. I believe you can see clearly in Scripture that towards the end times that the sevenfold Spirit of God is very vital to rest upon and flow through the believer just as it did Jesus Christ. In this book and three-part audio series, you will understand the seven spirits of God that has been a topic shrouded in mystery. Discover the history and meaning of the menorah. Unlock keys to partnering with the Holy Spirit in the last days. Understand the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Learn how to walk in end-time wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. On the audio CD teaching series, receive an impartation and activation of the seer gift. If you don't understand how to partner, you'll experience weakness, deception, fear, confusion, lack of knowledge. But if you learn how to partner with the seven spirits of God, you'll experience strength, courage, discernment, cut through deception, wisdom, knowledge, sustained glory and awakening. The seven spirits are available and ready to come alongside you. Now, more than ever, the church must awaken to this reality and embrace the seven spirits of God. Don't miss out on getting Brian Guerin's powerful book, The Seven Spirits of God, plus his anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, partnering with the seven spirits of God. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9811. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina 28278. Please specify offer number 9811 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. Hello, I'm Rob Yeti. I was a federal criminal, an addict, and I was facing 25 years in prison. But on a cold jail cell floor, I discovered the unfair advantage, which began my journey to the supernatural and freedom. Join me next on It's Supernatural with Sid Roth, because no matter who you are or what you have done, the unfair advantage can be yours. Have you or a loved one been battling sickness with no success, no hope in sight? My guests were exactly where you are until God dramatically healed them. Now, they want to teach you what God showed them so you too can be healed. Go to SidRoth.org slash healing to access our It's Supernatural episodes on healing. Today, do it. It's free. Don't miss out on your miracle appointment. 
Many viewers report testimonies as a result of watching It's Supernatural. I am 23 years old. I just wanted to commend you on your program. It's naturally supernatural. I listen to it almost every morning, and it's inspiring how you have devoted your life to searching and sharing the truth. I am touched and glad you do this show. If you've been touched watching It's Supernatural, share your testimony at sidroth.org slash praise. Your gifts to this ministry will help Sid air It's Supernatural in Israel 28 times a week and distribute his evangelistic book to the Jewish people worldwide. 